Hey, it's Eric G. Around the House is sponsored by Baldwin Hardware. For 75 years, Baldwin Hardware has been known for its first-class quality and craftsmanship in door and cabinetry hardware. As an alumnus of the Baldwin Hardware Design Council, I can say I have seen the details and quality from design to the finished product. If you're looking for a new style and old-world craftsmanship, I can tell you there is only one Baldwin Hardware. Check out what would look great in your home at baldwinhardware.com. It's around the house. So many people think that they can go down to their, you know, Best Buy, Costco, Sam's Club, whatever, and go buy a television and toss it up outside. And if it gets stormy, I'm going to take it inside. That's not always the case in almost every place in the United States. I was just telling Eric about my friends who just built this beautiful outdoor patio, and that's what they did. They went down to Costco, bought the cheapest TV, put it out there, and now they're trying, right, to predict the weather, when to bring this thing in and out. That's impossible. Can't do it. So first off, if it's a covered area, they make televisions that are outdoor rated. When it comes to remodeling and renovating your home, there is a lot to know, but we've got you covered. This is Around the House. Welcome to Around the House with Eric G and Caroline B. Happy Memorial Day weekend. This is not the best of show. What is your grandmother's home improvement show? Hey, Caroline. Hello. Happy holiday weekend. Everybody, happy holiday weekend. This is what we do out east. See, we don't do that out west. <laughs> Got nothing to do with fireworks on that. It's interesting. It's interesting. So, oh, also, it is um, Top Gun Maverick weekend. Oh, my God. Thank you for reminding us. Oh, my God. See? I forgot. By the way, did you, uh, speaking of that, real quick, I just want to touch on this. Did you see that, you know, of course, you know, Tom Cruise out doing the the uh, sequel to Top Gun. Did you see Val Kilmer's in there? Oh, he's, well, I heard that he was wanted to be in there, but he's actually in the movie. Oh, it was he's in the movie, favorite. but here's what's wild. Because of his throat cancer, he can't talk. He uses a voice box, right? Oh. So he doesn't have a voice. They used AI and created his voice from his history Shut of speaking the in the movies. How so, yeah, they used artificial intelligence and created his voice. So he talks in the movie. It's his voice, but he's not speaking it because he doesn't have a voice box to speak through right now that works. That is amazing. So, well, I like that they did that. So, yeah, I thought it was cool. Very he wanted cool. to be in it uh, really badly, and I'm happy they did because they needed I, I believe looking at the previews, and, of course, I haven't seen the movie yet, but it looks like he's like the the, the admiral or something in the movie. And so he would be the boss. And of course, Tom Cruise comes back to to teach the the youngins how to how to fly. There's no top gun without and Iceman. So, he's he's gotta be there. It's I know like it. Prerequisite. Yeah, I would like to see Tom Scarrett get drugged back in there, but that's me. And there's no Kelly McGillis. She's not in. She's Oh, thank God. Oh, oh, I'll stop, actually watch the movie. Stop. She's <laughs> I'm not a fan. I'm sorry. Oh, God. No, not a Kelly McGillis fan. It can't really be Top Gun without that. That was like the love story of. Oh, I wish she was never in Top Gun. I thought she was the weakest character out oh, of all of it. Ouch. I'm just just calling it like I see it. Ouch. Oh, no. 
They could have put another 80s actress in there, and uh, it would have been a better movie, and we'll leave it at that. So. <laughs> I know it. Well, lots we speak to do the truth weekend. here, whether you like it or not. You guys have a no lot kidding. to do. I wanted to talk about... Yeah, there's so many things you can do, and I wanted to talk about some of those fun things you can do kind of around the house on a holiday weekend, getting ready for people to come over, maybe the barbecue, mm. you know, and, and the rest of summer, because it's kind of the beginning of it, right? I, I uh, going back a little bit to barbecue, we had Leanne Whippin on, um, what, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and um, yeah. Pip Boss, I'm impressed with these BBQs. I'm definitely getting one. Yeah. I'm going to be Pip Yeah, bossing. they're cool. There you go. Leanne's great stuff, and, and, if you've been watching right now that's on Food Network, the uh, Master of Q thing with Bobby Flay, mm. that is on, uh, the the latest is on Food Network now. That current season is going. Uh, but she was the winner of season number one. So uh, go back and listen to that in the Wayback Machine on the uh, podcast. If you want some barbecue tips for the weekend, you can go back and check that out. There's plenty jam-packed in that episode. So I wanted to talk, Caroline, about my project I did a couple weeks ago at my house. And that was ex- just replacing my exterior hanging lights. You know, the string lights mm, that you put on? That's the best. It's so festive. And being outside with some li- outdoor lighting is just amazing. So mine were about three years old. And I had a commercial style LED. You know, the bigger bulbs. Not like the little Christmas light stuff. By the way, never use those Christmas lights outside year round. <laughs> Christmas lights are meant to go up. Once a year for a few weeks, maybe a month, get put back in the box. They're not meant for 24 7, mm-hmm. 365 use. Interesting. So here's the thing if it's exposed to the elements, make sure you're not using those lights outside because they won't last. They're just not, the plastic isn't that good. They're not that waterproof. They're just not meant for commercial use, which is what you're looking for. Where do you get a durable light? So if you're going to do outside lighting or some string lighting, where do you recommend people go to get that? You know, if you've got a Costco membership, usually they have there. I'll be honest. I buy mine on Amazon. Okay. I jumped and got mine on Amazon. Um, uh, I got the commercial grade. I bought the LEDs that have the plastic bulbs on them that are clear plastic instead of the glass because the glass ones sometimes have a hard time in my area because I have trees overhead. I go with the non-breakable ones because I've had pine cones Mm. break the bulbs because they fall out of the trees and break the glass. So I don't do glass ones anymore because we, we would lose bulbs out of that. But then what I did is I plug it into a Lutron uh, electronic dimmer so I can turn it off and on with my, so it's timed with everything else. So I can turn it off and on with my phone. I can have it automatically come on, and turn off whenever I would like it to. And I think it's so festive, especially if you're if you're in a beachy community or shore community. I've seen a lot of amazing um, people have fabriced palm trees that they have inside, outside, and they have those decorated with these lighting situations. So it's so nice. Scuba Dell just had an amazing one. These are like a stainless steel metal palm tree that look like palm trees, but they're all made out of so metal. So cool. Super cool stuff. Super cool stuff. So, but these lights are great. I love them in the woods because it just kind of gives you that low light. Gives you sexy and then light. It shines off the bottom of the trees. Yeah, it just sexy gives, lighting. gives it a really cool look. It's a hot look. So that's a good one. 
I mean, that's just one of those you look at and go, okay, that works really well. So I think it's a great way and inexpensive because you can tie it off. Now, one secret that I do is you can buy, again, on Amazon or anywhere else, they sell them, really thin black cable, wired cable that's coated on the outside. So what I do is I string the cable up between the points that I'm going to do and then tie the lights off to the cable Mm. because you can tension, you know, they come with some turnbuckles. You can get that at the right tension and then hang the lights on the cable so that way it's strong nice. and you won't have the droopy light situation. <laughs> nice. Well, yeah, I mean, you can swing them as you want, but you have now control, control to it. it, which is awesome. Very yeah. cool. And so, and then be careful guys. Don't go putting like screw eyes into trees and things like that without knowing what you're doing, because I don't want to see you hurting, you know, hurting trees and things like that that are living by just, grabbing that galvanized screw and putting it in the side of the tree. So that's what I was going to ask you. Where are good places to put this outside lighting? Like I'd like to do some outside lighting. Um, how about like, mm-hmm. I have a, like, so I have a second story deck, like underneath the deck might be a really good place. Like oh, you did sort of, you have it positioned underneath like a deck a bump out if I remember. Yeah. I have a, the small deck that's over my outdoor kitchen. Then I have the big deck that goes out from that. So what I did is I actually mounted, I wanted to use that uh, post foam and it worked out pretty well. So I put, I dug a hole, I put in 10 foot high round posts that I'm going to end up painting black once they've aged out, they're treated. Mm. And so I put those in there and put a stainless steel screw eye in them to round that around and bounce it around the deck. So that way I could bring the lights beyond the deck out into the yard a little bit. Sweet. So that worked out really well. That was one of those things that I was like, all right, that's going to work out. Now, when we come back, I want to talk about a really big subject And that's when we put the entertainment stuff outside, like the TVs and the stereo systems. It's not as easy as you might think. And let's dive into that when we come back just as soon as Around the House returns. Around the House with Eric G. and Caroline B. Happy Memorial Day weekend. We are talking about so many fun things you can do outside. Right, Caroline? This is a great time of year. It's party time, guys. Absolutely. Which means in the Pacific Northwest, it means this is the weekend we always have the worst weather. It's just what it is. (laughs) No. (laughs) But seriously, here's here's what happens. You know, I love to entertain outside. When I'm cooking on the barbecue... I've got music going. If I, if I could have a TV going out there, I want to talk in this segment here about outdoor entertainment. Cause it's a big deal. So many people think that they can go down to their, you know, Best Buy, Costco, Sam's club, Costco. whatever, and go buy a television and toss it up outside. And if it gets stormy, I'm going to take it inside. That's not always the case in almost every place in the United States. I was just telling Eric about my friend who just built this beautiful outdoor patio and that's what they did. They went down to Costco, bought the cheapest TV, put it out there. And now they're trying, right, to predict the weather, when to bring this thing in and out. That's impossible. Can't do it. So first off, 
if it's a covered area, they make televisions that are outdoor rated. So you can buy a television that's designed to hold up to humidity, dust, and more important, sunlight. Because, you know, the sun in the wrong spot, you can't see the television. But is that pricey? How much are you going to pay for an out? Is that more expensive? You can spend fifteen hundred, two grand on a on a good sized TV out there, no question. Mm. You know, but it's going to hold up to it. Now you can go and buy enclosures for regular TVs, and they're a box that goes around the TV that keeps that mm-hmm. dust and humidity and everything else that seals them in. Mm. That's a, not a bad way to go, but it does make it be more bulky. You know, think about you go to an amusement park, you go into a commercial space, and they've got TVs outside. There's just that thicker box that goes around them to protect it. Yeah, absolutely. So that works pretty well. Now, your friend already has the TV, so there's kind of two options there. One, you can get covers that go over that are kind of dust and rain covers to keep that stuff where they Velcro, snap, zip everywhere around on the outside of that. And that helps hmm. protect it. But if you've got a driving rainstorm and the rain's going to hit it, that's not the best plan. You know, that works. You need to probably be bringing it in. But those are things you can do. But you run into that with any electronics that are made for inside your home. You know, I would not go buy a very expensive TV receiver and put it outside so you can have the stereo outside without having to worry about that because that thing is not really rated to have moisture in it all the time. That's why I kind of like the outdoor speaker system or, uh, you know, that's what we have to be able to have it inside, you know, your access to changing it. And we do everything by our phone. Now there's so many great receivers now that you can just tap into all these different applications for our music. So, so it's funny. Usually what I have sitting out on the bar is I have my Milwaukee pack out radio. That's got subwoofer and speakers in it. And I can drag it out there and it plugs in or I can run it off battery and it'll go all day long. And it cranks the whole yard. You could be, you know, making the neighbors mad out there with it. It's perfect. And I can put whatever music's on my phone already there. So I don't have to worry about syncing stuff up. It's just like syncing up every speaker. So you can do a portable, obviously. Or if you want to go more high end, you can have a built-in system um, with outdoor speakers. But waterproof. Yeah, I'm going to actually put, uh, I, I'm i going to test this out because I have an old, shouldn't say old, but it's an old like Yamaha or whatever. Uh, it works fine. Just a, just a whole receiver and some decent speakers. I'm going to mount them up undercover out there. I'm going to yeah. see how long it lasts because I'm not, it's, it's not Doesn't something matter. I'd ever use in the TV because <laughs> it's not like got all the HDMI stuff. It's just older. You know, it's not worth a lot, but I think I'm going to just keep using it out there and plug it and unplug it. And when it's done, I'll put it in the recycle bin and call it a day. I I think because I like music so much. I'm like, I love anything that's an outside sound system. It's just cool to me, right? I like yeah. an inside sound system. So that's my jam. But um, that and lights, that just gives a whole ambiance. It does. It does. And it's something that, uh, that I like now, one of the things, you know, that, so that's the basics on the TV. And of course you got to think about the sun too. If it's getting direct sun, it's not a great place for the television. Cause of course you can't see the television. So it needs to be in some yeah, kind exactly. of a shaded protected area for that to work. Now, the other thing that I like to do is keeping cool. You know, when you get hot out there and we're getting into like that July, August temperatures in many places, mm-hmm. 
or 24 seven, like you see in the, in the Southern States, I love to keep cool. And for us putting in some of those misters can be really nice where they hook up to a hose and they provide that little bit of mist. So it helps you with that, you know, radiant cooling. What a great idea. I want some misters. I don't have that. Really? They're awesome. You can get them at Lowe's. Lowe's has their own misting line there. And you can get them off the shelf. Now, that is one of my little secrets that I do. For if we have a day that's going to be like super, super hot. Like like last year, we were 116, 117 in Portland. And I knew that my system, my AC system was not designed for that. It did really well, but it still was warmer in the house than I liked it. It was like 76, 77, 78, which was so much better than people had 130 degree homes because it was so much heat inside. But what you do is you take that mister and put it outside by your heating, your by your air conditioning unit. And that mist helps cool and transfer heat more effectively on that. And I actually got it back down to temperature. So it basically dropped 10 degrees on my house inside temperature nice. by putting the mister out right next to that heating, but next to my outdoor compressor. AC compressor. Yep. Worked out really well. Now you don't want to do that. If here's the thing, your water quality needs to be something to think about with this. So I don't have hard water. It's not an issue here, but if you've got well water, that's hard. You could get technically, if you do this a lot, get build up on that and cause damage to that, you know, to that uh, aluminum fins and stuff on there and get buildup, which would make it less efficient with that buildup on it. So something to consider if you've got hard water, that's a, that's a stunt I probably wouldn't pull. So that's a good way to do it, but you can, they make systems where they have like little drip lines almost where you can put it around the, the patio. They make them that mm. uh, they have ones on the shelf there too, that you can attach to a, to a uh, standing fan, you know, like your post where you adjust it up. You can literally attach that to the fan and put it out in your in on your deck and stuff to cool people. And uh, when I was in South Carolina, we were using that. It worked awesome. Kept you nice and cool. So it. Right now, I'm dreaming of me on the lounger. Yep. With this mist just hitting me and like a cool drink, some lighting, music. That sounds fabulous. It's paradise at home. <laughs> <laughs> It works well. It works well. So that's one thing to consider there. Now, when we come back here, uh, I want to talk about barbecues just for a minute. And uh, this is always, you know, this is a great barbecue weekend, no doubt. It's not like it's 4th of July, Mm. but for me, this is a great barbecue weekend where I want to be throwing some tri-tips on the grill, maybe some burgers and dogs. We'll talk about that just as soon as Around the House returns. His 
crime out of control around your house or business? Hey, it's Eric G with Around the House. I use Deep Sentinel, the industry's leading security system using high-speed cameras, artificial intelligence, and live guards to monitor your home or business 24-7. Live guards intervene when suspicious behavior occurs, instantly removing trespassers from the property and then engaging law enforcement when needed. Use discount code ATH for 10% off your system purchase at DeepSentinel.com. That's DeepSentinel.com. Hey guys, you're listening to Around the House with Eric G and Caroline B. I'm Zeke Sky, and I'm going to show you how to shred it out while you're building it up. Welcome back to Around the House with Eric G and Caroline B. Happy Memorial Day weekend. Hope everybody's having a great time out there. Wanted to talk, Caroline, this segment here about a little bit of uh, kind of cleaning and maintenance and making sure you're ready for having people coming over for uh, maybe a Monday barbecue. Mm. We're always cleaning up, right? We clean up and we party and we clean up again. It's the process. So making sure that barbecue is cleaned up is a big one. If you've got that grass barbecue and it's got tons of grease built up on the inside, maybe you didn't assemble it correctly. Maybe it's just getting to where it's all built up. You want to make sure you've got that cleaned up really well because that can be its own fire. And when you have a grease fire in a barbecue, it can be very hard to put out in some situations. Yeah, and they gave us some, when we had Barbecue Nation on, they gave us some great tips. I'm lazy. So, like, I want the <laughs> least, least, you know, maintenance-free, just burn off the grill, get the grease off, and be ready to go. No work. There's a lot of different ways to do it. Um, yeah, I've usually gone through in the past and just put it on high and let it sit there and just literally just torch itself off. And I do that every every few times. And and that works on a, on a gas barbecue really well. My charcoal stuff tends to burn hot enough. It's just not an issue. Every time it gets burnt off. That's good. And it doesn't get that grease built up. I might take a, a brush around there and just knock the knock the loose stuff off every once in a while, but it really just doesn't get hot enough to, uh, to uh, be an issue. And I think it's because when I'm cooking, I'm getting hot enough. By the time I cook it down, any of the grease that was on there when I took the cooked food off, burned off. it's kind of burnt off at that point. So I'm starting off with a fairly clean barbecue. And then Leanne, I think she also gave that trick about sugary stuff. You know, when you do cook sugary things on there, it can kind of be a caked mess. So she was saying to kind of apply your sauces either after the fact, you know, try to keep them off the grill. Mm -hmm. Well, especially if you put it on early, you know, so many people throw ribs on there and then all of a sudden they start basting it. Well, they've, you know, you can really get some bad tastes out of that (laughs) if you don't do this right, because you're just caking on burnt Sugar, burnt <laughs> sugar, burnt sugar. And that doesn't end up for maybe the best barbecue experience. Mm. So something to think about there. Another thing right now, it's a great time to make sure you got that lawn furniture cleaned up. Here in my area, we get the the scum from winter. Ugh, mold, bugs, spider nests, um, staining. I, like, I have it all. You know, I had out my, um, my palm olive dish. No, I actually had Dawn, I think, but it worked great. Dawn removed a lot of my stains, which I had to scrub. No, no, we had enough of that. For those of you who weren't listening, I was attacked in my studio. Not happening again. Oh, God. I don't like, I hate yellow jackets. I'm sorry. The most pointless creature on the planet. No redeeming value. 
I just want you to be okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dad jokes. Anyway, but yeah, it's just getting those things cleaned up. You know, you can go out there and, and uh, get uh, Caroline's favorite Oxy Boost mm. out there. Anything. Clean up. I, 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 I was using yeah. Dawn. I mean, some of those things are just so greasy. I mean, do you have a, I was scrubbing the cushions, you know, and I have very expensive cushions mm-hmm. that I don't put out all year round. They come in and, but they were nasty and mold. You know what I do is I sometimes will take the cushions, like the smaller ones for like the Adirondack style chairs in the springtime. I go and even though I've stored them all year, I go and put them in the, I put in the fall, I put them through the wash. I run them through the washing machine. Oh, so you're, these are big loungers though. I can't, I need some kind of. I have a big couches. I can actually unzip the covers off of those. Oh, nice. Zip them back up. And so we can do that. But many times I'll just get out there with the, with the uh, deck brush and some Dawn. That's it. Just clean them up. Dawn works great. (laughs) Yep. Uh, The other thing I've done too, is I've gotten Tide out there. I've taken like Tide laundry detergent out there and that can work too. You know, get out there and scrub it and get it foamed up. I've used laundry detergent for cleaning up those. That works as well. And they're expensive. Like we try to really take care of ours and they're not, a, you know, you don't want to keep replacing these all the time. So you kind of really do have to put some uh, effort into protecting them. Like I try to bring them in as much as possible. Yeah. And, and we've got a cover even that goes over the top of the, the chairs and stuff that sit outside for the winter mm. just to protect them. So for us, it's the dogs in the wintertime that want to jump up and lay on it. Even the Aww. furniture without the pads on it. So they want to jump up on it. So we've got covers on it just to protect it. I had a fox that used to like to live on my lounger every, so like he would come out and he'd fox it up during the night and he'd just hang out there and sleep on it because it was comfortable. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Kind of trippy. That's cool. Yeah. We've got, we don't have anything like that. I've got a big six foot fence around it because we want to keep the, uh, the uh, skunks and the uh, (laughs) creatures out of there. I mean, we still have bunnies that'll make it under it in spots. Hmm. So we'll have little bunnies come running through every once in a while, but pretty much with the dogs now, they don't really partake in the backyard. Uh, You've got a fence. That's a riskier behavior for them, but it works. The other thing you got to be careful with here is, is we have eagles like bald eagles that fly around here. So I have to be careful with our little dog because he could be bald eagle food. If we're not careful outside. That's awful. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I saw who sent me that. I had a buddy send me a picture on YouTube where literally a bald eagle flew down and grabbed a fox and flew off with it. That's like the movie, The Proposal with Sandra Bullock. Have you ever seen that? I think that's filmed out in your region somewhere. Yeah, so she's Probably. supposed to watch the dog, and all of a sudden, a bald eagle swoops down and grabs it. I think oh, it's in Alaska. I think they filmed that. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, probably so. But yeah, no, it's one of those things. And they say Alaska, which usually means Vancouver, Canada. Almost everything in the Pacific Northwest that gets gets labeled. filmed in Canada because of the <laughs> yeah, they get it's it's relabeled. All these things that are oh, we filmed it in the Northwest. It's rare, you know, Twin Peaks maybe, but. You know, and, and and I will say there was different stuff they filmed here. Of course, they they filmed Portlandia and Grimm. Mm. There's a side note. I was actually an extra in Grimm on that Were show. Were you? You celebrity, yeah. you. Do I, can I see you? No, it was fun. It was fun. I got to go do that one day. So that was fun. That's another little, little side note. Uh, got to do the, <laughs> the extra thing. I was pretending to be uh, checking my luggage in at the airport. <laughs> Awesome. And uh, the bad guy was was watching the video feed, and I was the guy in the video feed checking in because the guy behind me was the bad guy that was coming in to, 
into town. And so he was right behind me. Stinking cool. But, uh, yeah, it was like it was curbside check-in, which was funny as we were in a building that had not been moved into. We were just on any street in Portland. They came in and in about 20 minutes, these guys showed up with stickers to go on the windows and some furniture to make it look like you're at the airport. We were literally on the city street. We were not at the airport. They made it look like that and it was cool. But uh, I love that show. The funny side note on that was that I actually got to go into craft services when we were done and have lunch. And I was eating with all the stars, which I watched the show, nice. which was even weird because they're all in character kind of in their in their costume still. <laughs> and so it was like, this is creepy. I'm here in a show eating and they're all talking. And and so I got to share a table with them. So it was kind of cool. But cinematic arts. Very cool. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, anyway, with back to back to out of the rabbit hole there and into Memorial Day weekend, you know, just getting things cleaned up and detailed up. Be careful with the pressure washer out there, people. Mm. Um, I don't want to harp too much on this, but pressure washing that deck can do a lot of damage. Just like pressure washing your house. Just yep. be very careful to what you do. You know, I would rather scrub it than destroy something with a pressure washer. You can do a lot of damage. You know, if you're trying to save a deck that's already been abused and you're just trying to get the mold and mildew and moss stuff off it before you finish it. That's one thing, but just be careful with it. You can, you can damage things pretty easy with a pressure washer. If it's a decent pressure washer and you don't know what you're doing. And when you're outside doing this, what I call the setup or having a holiday party, hit those key things. I also say, you know, hit your outside windows, your screens, you know, if you're out there, just take some vinegar and water and start cleaning around those areas and keeping the air conditioning compressor and all of that stuff that's outside you know, clean around it, make sure there's no weeds and debris. And yeah, all that. a little cleaning goes a long way with that. All right, we come back. This is a time of year that you can save some serious money. We're going to tell you how just as soon as Around the House returns. Hi everybody, I'm Ari Kameen from Steven Adler's band and you are listening to Around the House with Eric G and the beautiful Caroline. Welcome back to the Around the House show, your home improvement source every single weekend. If you're just joining us, happy Memorial Day weekend. This segment here, before we get out to our interview, I wanted to talk, Caroline, about really some of those savings you can get out there right now. It's one of those times a year that if you're looking to buy some new stuff, this is the time to get those special buys and to do some serious shopping because it's Memorial Day savings time, right? Yeah, and especially with prices, inflation going up. Anytime you can save some money, it's good. And there's so much, so much you can get. There is. You know, Power Tools is a great time of year right now to take a look out there. You know, you think about it, the home centers are trying to get you into the store to come buy things. So there's going to be those lost leaders that you see out there. You could seriously get out there and replace some tools 
very easily. Or like, for instance, great example. I'm a big Milwaukee person, right? I have my Milwaukee tools. If you want to add to your Milwaukee tools, this is the time of year to do it because there's some great stuff uh, over at like Home Depot. You're going to see some of those kits where you can get, where you can get the, you know, multiple pieces together. Uh, I think they're running a, uh, you get to buy, if you buy one of those kits, you get one free select power tool. So you get that free power tool, which is awesome. And uh, they've also got a bunch of their uh, packouts on sale over there as well. So there's a lot of different stuff that you see, for instance, with Home Depot in uh, kind of their two big brands they have, which is the uh, Milwaukee and Rigid. Is this a time of year to buy outdoor tools and equipment? Like when you're really going to get a good deal, is it, can you get a better deal in wintertime when you're looking at outdoor stuff? Is it priced higher? Usually right now you're seeing people trying to come in and replace something that's not working or buy something new that they didn't have before. So right now is when you have the best selection Mm. and you can get into some of these special buys to get you going because you're trying to get you into the stores. So you'll see that one tool or that one thing that you go, wow, that's great. That's going to drag me into the store. You'll see that when you're getting into this end of season sales. Now what they're doing is they're closing out many times the stuff that didn't sell. And maybe that's not the best tool or the best brand. Maybe it didn't get great reviews or maybe they just had a bunch of problems with it. So you have to be careful a little bit with the end of year sales But sometimes what you get, though, and here's my little caveat to this, is that you'll see the stuff that was returned. So let's say Lowe's Home Depot and people bought a lawnmower and it didn't run right. They brought it back. Hmm. Many times in the middle of summer, you'll see those things go out to service. And then when they ship them back, they'll be like half off. And maybe they got used once or twice. Those can be a great deal because now they've gone through service. They're, they're dialed in. They were used maybe once or twice and they had a problem or, or they didn't, you know, let's say the wheel was broke or something like that. And they came in and returned it. That's where there's some of the best buys for power equipment. I'm putting it out there. I want an Ego zero turn lawnmower with mulching capability. I'm looking at there it. I'm go. drooling. I, I have to put this out there. Ego, I, I need you. I, I'm happy to do a demo, <laughs> video, anything you want. I want one of these. That's my baby right there. There you go. There you Come go. On. That's awesome. And so, yeah, I mean, this is that time of year for it. So there's a lot of that. Here's one thing, too. Mattresses and appliances. Those are both things right now. If you are want to get that better night's sleep, the mattress stores have stuff. And by the way, where did I get my mattress? I didn't go into the mattress store for my place. No. Lowe's. Isn't that amazing? Eric just got a new mattress and he loves it. And he got it at Lowe's. Yeah. Who would have thought? Lowe's. They got them in most of the stores have them in stock. If not, they'll have them there in just a few days. I even had mine delivered because I didn't want to mess with it. It's nice. So Lowe's is a secret shopper place to go find a mattress. <laughs> and what I like about it is I don't have that salesperson hounding you down. It's like, no. it's there. Do your research. <laughs> go buy it. You don't have somebody going... Well, you know, you should buy this one over here. And it's only because they got a spiff saying that they make an extra hundred bucks to sell that one mattress. And then you can be like Eric. In the bed. Oh, yeah. That is what we're talking about. (laughs) Yeah, that is it. (laughs) 
Well, that's TMI. That's the Merv rating. What happened? That was the oh, Merv no. rating. I had to go Merv. <laughs> so anyway, if you're thinking about getting a better night's sleep, it's not a bad time to do it because it is sale season for that. And then appliances. You and I were talking about there are some great buys out there, appliances. And one thing with the home centers that I will say is they will get special buys where they buy container loads full of appliances that are special not model numbers for that store. And they'll bring them in across the country, and that special buy can save you hundreds over what the normal model would be. I see why people like Memorial Day weekend or any holiday weekend, right? It's parties, food, dining outside, shopping. It is like the Mecca. (laughs) I like it. Yeah. You know, and then, by the way, I want to make this comment, too, on outdoor power equipment before we talk a little more into barbecues, too. Um, There's some great battery-powered stuff out there. I mean, you can get almost every tool brand now has a lawnmower that fits with their system. Whether you're a Ryobi person or a Makita person or a DeWalt person or a Milwaukee person, let alone the what I would call the outdoor power equipment brands like Ego or Greenworks or Green Machine or any of these other big brands out there, those batteries are many times intercapable with what you're doing. So you're literally taking your drill battery or your saw battery and going over and put it in your lawnmower. That's pretty cool. And these, and look, I have to say, having a large garden and having you know quite a bit of yard work to do, We've gone completely over to electric and battery operated and it is, I like it better. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't come in smelling like gas and oil and having that all through the air. I mean, there is benefit to that. I mean, I know people like to play with these power tools and, you know, it's also a hobby for many people, but they work just as well. I, I have to say, I haven't been let down in any capacity. Weed whackers are great. There, how many times do people actually change the oil in their lawnmower like they're supposed to? Most Mm-mm. people forget about it. When they've got the gas-powered mower, I haven't changed that in four or five years. Maybe I should think about changing the oil. It just gets forgotten. Those maintenance things get forgotten. Now, there are some of you out there that are a lot like me that go through and do the proper maintenance on it because you want it to last, but I don't have to anymore. I don't have a gas-powered lawnmower. Literally, I keep the blade sharp and I keep the battery uh, charged up and I get the hose out and keep it clean. Other than that, it's good to go. I don't have to mess with it. The other thing too, I see when people are doing a lot of the weed whacker stuff and they're mixing their fuel, right? (laughs) It's always like smoking. It's a mess. They never mix it right. It's just like, I don't know. You're right. It just never works right. It just doesn't. It just doesn't. And hey, if you're a, a, a barbecuer out there too, there are so many different, you know, grills and smokers and things out there that are on sale right now. It's a great time to go get that taken care of and get that new upgrade. You know, I mean, you're seeing all the Traegers and the Webers and all those things out there, you know, on sale, ready to rock and roll. How fun. This is a fun time of year, guys. I'm looking forward to it. And this is something that we should enjoy and keep it safe. I get, man, you guys do fireworks. That's pretty cool. We don't do that out this way. We need to think (laughs) about the reason why we have Memorial Day of all those people that, Gave so much for us to be able to enjoy this weekend as well. You know, all the people that went off and fought the battles and didn't make it back. This weekend is for you, and we should be uh, be celebrating that ultimate sacrifice as well. Amen. 
Because otherwise we wouldn't be here. We'd be off doing other yeah. stuff. Maybe even we'd be celebrating some British holiday. Very true. <laughs> Very true. So, Caroline, you're going to be end up, uh, as we go out to break here, are you going to be doing barbecuing this weekend, or what are you going to be doing? Yes, I am. Nice. There is no holiday weekend without a barbecue. Corn, potato salad. For us, it's Beans. nice because <laughs> springtime in the Pacific Northwest, it can be rainy and sunny and rainy and windy and sunny. So it might be a little bit of doing it undercover, but uh, I will still be able to barbecue. How about a hot dog? That's all American. Gotta have a hot dog. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I like hot dogs. Uh, I, I'd much rather put on the trade tip and the burgers, you know, but, uh, oh, by the way, I have another little secret tip before we mm. go out to break here too. Did you know that you can get the Chick-fil-A sauce in the containers now at the store? So you can put it out there like mustard or anything else. It's great for your fries. Nice. <laughs> Another tip for Memorial Day weekend. I'm Eric G. And I'm Caroline B. And you've been listening to Around, Around the, the House. House. Hey, it's Eric G. from Around the House. Are you planning a decking or siding project this year? If you are, you've got to check out my friends at Millboard. Millboard is a completely different kind of composite decking and cladding that enhances outdoor spaces with enduring distinction. Hand molded from the finest oak, it realistically mimics the natural grain and color of premium hardwood. If you're looking for something that doesn't look like plastic and instead real wood, check out Millboard.com. Make sure and check out that interview we did just a few weeks back. That's Millboard.com.